Welcome to the Marcia Miyake Show, where our mission is to share thought-provoking ideas, practical tools, and tangible strategies to up-level your life, business, and relationships. I'm your host, Marcia Miyake, leadership and emotional intelligence consultant, executive coach, and conscious mama of two. Through solo episodes and interviews with experts in the medical, research, business, and spiritual fields, this show helps you to shift from the illusion that success in one area of your life means failure in another to the understanding that you truly get to have it all. Let's get started. Those who make the worst of their time complain about its shortness. When I read this quote, it was definitely a light bulb moment for me because we all have the same amount of time, yet it appears like some people get so much done and they leave others wondering how it's possible. And I often talk about the concept of time management versus energy management because time is finite while our energy is not. There are so many contributing factors to the amount of energy we have in the day and based on how much energy we have indicates how much output we can create in one day. So I thought I would share my top three energy hacks for 2023. So disclaimer here is number one, I am not a doctor. Um, I'm just sharing what is working for me at the time of being a work from home mom. I run two businesses and I have two children and Dan works away half of the time. So 50% of the time, I'm also a solo mom. And this is what works for me to manage my very I don't even like the word busy anymore because I used to overuse that word and now it's just like I'm so averse to it, but my full schedule and I'm going to share with you things that I actually do and they're things that are not going to be taking a lot of time. They're not things that are really hard to do or to acquire. Like these are basics. You might be like, Mars, this is so basic. This is... (laughs) Um, these, but you know what? I often find that it's the fundamentals and the basics that move the needle the most. You know, sometimes we're looking for like this, like big hack or this big, like cheat sheet. And really it's coming back to the basics. So I'm going to share what I do. Obviously there are so many more like things like, um, you know, minimizing the toxins in your environment are a huge one, you know, like having EMF devices. I have one on my phone. I have one in my home. I have one in my bedroom, things like that. The other things that are impacting your overall health, because it's your health that's obviously impacting your energy levels. So there's that. And obviously there's a lot of nutritional things that you can be doing. Obviously exercise, all of those are a given. So eat well eat for your body type, eat for your lifestyle, eat for your goals, Um, you know, take the supplements. And I'm not going to touch on any of that because I feel like that is so not my space and I have no um, jurisdiction in that space. So let's hop into what is working for me that I do on a daily basis um, that I think could support you in helping you achieve your goals too. Okay. So number one, stay hydrated. AF. 
now you're probably like, oh, great. So mind-blowing. So there's a couple factors to this. Okay, so of course it means drinking plenty of water, clean water. Yes, the quality of your water matters. If you are drinking tap water, maybe look into why that is not the best choice for you and look into different um, filter systems, osmosis, um, and different, sorry, reverse osmosis and different um waters that are actually going to give your cells life. When I was drinking a very specific type of water, it was Kangen water, I noticed the most energy. Um, I felt leaner and I'm telling you, my water made a difference. So number one, invest in great water, but also in addition to that, And in terms of hydration, we're also talking about minimizing caffeine and alcohol. It's crazy how I've gotten to this point because if you knew me maybe like five years ago or so, I didn't drink any alcohol, not one glass, like nothing or caffeine. Like it was just, it was just a, it was a no. And I'm telling you, my energy levels were ridiculous. Now, obviously, I have to factor in some lifestyle factors. Like now I have a second child, also a second business. Um, Also, I'm five years older um, that are contributing to my energy levels. But I do notice that when I minimize all of those things, I had more energy. And also, maybe this is just a sign to audit yourself and be like, hmm, like where am I with my caffeine and my alcohol? So disclaimer, I am not throwing any shade if you love your coffee and if you love your alcohol. I'm just sharing a perspective. Take it or leave it. I'm not forcing it down your throat. So for me, caffeine gives me a false sense of energy. So it gives me like this little pick me up and then like I'm ready to go. But then what I found is that so before when I wasn't drinking any coffee, if I had a glass, I would feel like so energized, borderline, like it was it was hectic. Um, but then when I started incorporating like one cup of coffee or maybe a second a week, then the the impact on my energy lessened. So the positive, the quote unquote positive outcome that you would want from drinking the coffee lowered, but then all of the things that aren't so great about coffee obviously stays consistent or increases. And I found the same thing for alcohol. So I do not consider myself a drinker. I don't even have one glass a week, I would say, but I'd like to cut alcohol out altogether because why? I found I had so much more energy when I wasn't drinking it at all. Again, it spikes your mood slightly, but then the next day you feel worse. So you're putting yourself on like this emotional roller coaster. And I'm not even going to get into the energetics of it because, you know, when people are like, alcohol has no impact on me, I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Every. Everything has a consequence. Every action has a consequence. There's a result to anything just because you can't see it. So some people break out. Some people have a hangover. Some people, it is having an impact on your body. Like it is having an impact. So the ignorance of saying like, oh, alcohol has no impact on me. It does, mama. It does. And just you decide what amount of alcohol 
feels right for your lifestyle, but for my lifestyle and my goals and what I want to achieve and how I want to show up, it doesn't make sense for me. Like it just doesn't. It does not contribute to my goals at all. If anything, it brings down my energy. So it would be like the, you know, the opposite of the energy hack would be caffeine and alcohol. So I want to get to the point again with caffeine where I just feel like if I were to have it, I would like I'm on Coke. (laughs) I'm just like, ooh, like flying with energy. Um, So for me, you know, hydration is key and both alcohol and caffeine lower your hydration. So you know that I'm a massive fan of cacao. I'm a massive fan of Cacao Collective. I'm going to put the link in the show notes. I had um, Yasmin on the podcast talking about um, the benefits of cacao as well. I will link that episode for you. And there are just other alternatives that have so many other health benefits and none of the downside. So for me, as a mom of two who needs all the energy in the world, staying hydrated, you know, having electrolytes, like there's so many benefits to having electrolytes. For example, it helps to replace minerals such as sodium, magnesium, and potassium that are lost when you sweat or you get sick. So for me, it's like such an amazing thing to add to my water um, every single day. And I just know that I'm getting the most out of my water. Okay. Number two, cold showers. I've talked about this before. I talk about it on my story sometimes on Instagram. I am a huge fan of cold showers. There are so many benefits, including increased alertness and energy, ding, 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 what we're talking about in this episode, improved circulation, healthier skin and hair, reduced muscle soreness, boosted immune system, reduced stress and anxiety, improved lymphatic system function, increased metabolism, enhanced um, willpower and discipline, and reduced depression. So when I first started doing cold showers, I thought, because I hadn't read the Wim Hof book, who is a big advocate of it, and he's got his own approach to it, I just was like, okay, I'm going to just put on the the shower cold and I'm going to jump in. And I thought that that was normal, but apparently you can start with warm water and then gradually go to cold. And to me, I'm just like, why? Like why prolong the pain? I might as well just get in, get out. So the idea is you want to go in your cold shower for two to three minutes. A couple of things I'm going to say on this. Number one, I I don't know that I felt the full effects of cold showers and please feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but living in Australia, even in our winter, I don't feel like we get freezing cold water. Uh, And maybe I'm just like mentally stronger than I see myself as, and I am experiencing the coldest showers, but I can just imagine, or I would imagine that in Canada, a cold shower in the winter is going to be so much colder than a cold shower in Australia in the winter. So if you're in Australia and you're just like, oh, these aren't too bad. I don't know. Are we feeling the full um, effect of a cold shower in Australia? Look, it's cold. I'm shivering. I'm shaking. It's a whole thing. So I'm going to explain why I do it. So 
Obviously, I just listed off some of the benefits, some of them being medical and, you know, for your overall well-being. But for me, I am an achiever. I'm one of those list people. I love writing lists. I'm one of those people that will put something on the list after I've completed my list and after I've completed it just to tick something else off. So I'm that person. The sense of achievement and accomplishment for me is huge. So for me to go and do something hard at the very beginning, like for example, I make my bed as soon as I get out, like even before I go to the bathroom, I get up out of bed. Dan is literally up at like 4.30 in the morning, okay? Like we are that family. So by the time I get up, he's already gone and I make the bed and then I go about my day. Go to the bathroom, I go, I usually brush my teeth and well, I drink my water, etc. And when I go and have my cold shower, I feel like I have accomplished something already. It creates a mental toughness. Like I go in and sometimes I have to affirm myself, like I do hard things, I do hard things, I'm powerful, I'm capable of anything. And I say these identity statements to myself in the shower while I'm like for reason. And I just get in there until I catch my breath because often when I go in, I'm like, (gasps) and then I slow my breath. And when I know that I'm regulated in there and it's the water is not scaring me anymore, um, then I know I can relax and I can finish off with my shower, etc. So it is such a game of resilience. And to me, it just shows me what I'm capable of because I know that not everybody just leaps into a cold shower every morning. So I know that I have done something difficult and it sets the precedence for the rest of my day that I'm capable of doing hard things. So I'm programming myself. So when I get out, I always have more energy. I always feel better than I went in. Never, ever, ever have I gotten out of a cold shower being like, oh, that wasn't worth it. But going in and the lead up to going in, oh gosh, that's that's really painful. So the other thing is that I normally, I treat my body so differently when I am on my period. And I have pulled back on doing cold showers and that is some I just I just honor my body in such a different way and you know I eat differently when I'm on my period when I'm on my period I work differently it's just like such a sacred time for me um you know I have a deep reverence and love for my body I'm not one of these people who are like ooh my period oh yuck I'm just like oof. like I've taught on this in the academy about um you know respecting the sacredness of the female body and what true self-love is. And I don't think you can truly love yourself if there's anything about your body that it repulses you or that feels gross. And, you know, I'm just at a point in my life where I have been through so much. I have experienced so many things that I have gotten to a great place where I truly love and honor my body. In saying that, I've been reflecting on whether it would be beneficial for me to actually take a cold shower during my period. So I'm going to be trialing that the next cycle. 
Um, just because I find that my energy is lower during my period, I am slower, I move slower and that's all very deliberate and I'm totally fine with that. I don't get angry that I'm not as productive, but just looking at the psychological and like the energy benefits after I get out, I'm just thinking maybe I will try it and I will just, I have so much trust in myself that I will know that if it's for me or, or not. So let's move on to number three. Okay, so this is one I've come around to as well um, after some divergence from it. So it's planning and staying super organized. So back in the day, and I did like a group training for this um, when I think it was like in 2016. And it was almost a joke between me and, and the other coaches that were training on this and all the also the participants that were asking questions. The joke was that my days were scheduled down to the minute. And it's true. I was so organized. Like it was insane. Things were color coded. Like people think I'm organized now. This is nothing. And I was able to get a lot done. Now, mind you, again, I only had the one baby. Um, and the one business, although I was teaching and stuff. So I had other things, but all in all, I think my life was less complicated, but I was extremely efficient and I was able to get so much done. And then I was like, you know, I'm part of me healing my feminine and my masculine was allowing myself to go more into my feminine because I was very much in my masculine and structure planning, uh, is all very masculine. And so I decided You know, I'm a mom of now two. I'm running these two businesses. When I don't meet my schedule, I get into, like, I feel very stressed out. So, why don't I get rid of these crazy schedules and I just kind of go with the flow a little bit more? And I've been doing that for now several months, I wanna say. And honestly, not working. Um, I just feel like that might work if you maybe have one child or you're just starting a business and you don't have any kids, but when you're dealing with multiple children, um, multiple businesses, and not as much support, like I have my sister and she's freaking amazing, but she works. She has her own kids as well. Dan's away half of the time. You know, he has an amazing family, but I don't want to constantly be asking them to help. And so I was like, you know what, for what I am trying to achieve here, I have to lean in my masculine. This is safe for me to do this. And I have to trust myself knowing that I'm not coming from the masculine energy where I am like forcing myself into this like rigid structure for nothing and it's punishment but more so we need to lean into the structure because it's the structure that's going to give me the foundation for me to be most creative when you are managing as many things as I'm managing which you you may well be or more um you want to get into creative flow. You want to be able to relax. But when you don't have things super organized, you're constantly thinking, did I miss this? Did I miss that? Do I need to do this? Da, da, da. Whereas now I, I went to Office Works uh, over the weekend and I bought 
a weekly planner, which I used to have, except I bought a bigger one. And then I bought a little notepad, which is going to sit next to my laptop. And then I have my journal. So I literally have three sources that I write in. So the notepad is like things I write in the morning and things like I'm that are urgent, like that I'm not urgent. That's the, that's not the right word, but things that projects that I'm working on in the moment, the journal is where I write like bigger thoughts, ideas for concepts, um, content, or when I'm teaching. Teaching, I write my notes for my teaching in the journal. And then the weekly planner, which is down to the hour and down to the 30 minute in- intervals, um, I have it there next to me. And so I can see my full week ahead of me. What that does is that gives you so much freedom. What people don't understand is that when you schedule your time so much, it actually gives you more time freedom. Because if I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to go with the flow, like things creep up. And when you don't know what your day is and you don't prioritize your priorities, things slip away, other priorities come up and you forget the overall vision that you're trying to achieve. When I see my week here, I've got all my calls in the calendar for this week that I'm looking at right now. I know all the content and the the classes I need to teach. I know the the clients that I have one-on-one calls with. I know the admin stuff that I need to do for my mom's finances. I know the finances I need to do for the two businesses. What else do I have on there? I've got stuff that I need to do for the academy. I've got to book some flights and accommodation. So I've got it all there. Like... And then I can see the gaps in the calendar. You can be super intelligent, but I am going to guess that your brain isn't able to pull up a calendar and see holes in the calendar. So I can see where I have pockets of time because I'm seeing it visually. I can see, and I can see when I've wasted time, like where have I not been that efficient? Where have I, you know, wasted time? What was I doing? And I can prioritize my most important things first. So now I'm putting that, and that used to be how I rolled. I used to wake up at 5 a.m. I used to do my meditation and my stretching. And I used to do my activities, the things that were important to me first thing in the morning before Aaliyah even woke up. And now, you know, with the broken sleep, because my kids are in and out and da, 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 and I have more on my mind, you know, I'm not waking up at the same time. And no, like I'm not I'm going, I may get to where I want, but with a lot more struggle than if I just, you know, remembered that there is so much power in the masculine if I just relax into it decide I'm going to create this schedule. And you know what? I'm okay with people being like, oh my gosh, she's so rigid. Like I'm cool with that. Like you don't have my goals. You're not going towards where I'm going to. And that's fine. I've realized that the system that I was working from before was a great system and that I should go back to it. So this is a this is me going back to what worked for me. So the other thing, when we're talking about like energy hacks, of course, now my like neighbor is going to do some like intense gardening or something. Um, When we're talking about like energy hacks and we're talking about really having the energy to do more things. And when we have more energy to do things, it's like we create more time. So one of the things that I've noticed that really helps is lessening the amount of decisions, right? When we, it's like when you, um, okay, let's go back to the alcohol and coffee thing. Like it's easier for me to say, 
uh, I'm not drinking at all ever, then it is to be like, I'm going to limit to two drinks per week or two drinks per month. There's, there's thinking involved in that. And when you are a high performer and you have a lot of goals, you don't need to be thinking about how many like glasses of red wine you had this week or how many, you know, cups of coffee you had this week and whether you're still, no, it's like the definitive no is better. So by lessening the amount of decisions, you free up your brain to actually do things that are productive. So that's one of the benefits of being ultra organized and ultra scheduled is that you are prioritizing your priorities, not other people's priorities, and you're able to get so much more done. So I want to ask you, which one of these are you going to double down on and be like, you know what, I can I can do more of that. I can definitely increase my hydration. I can be adding more water every single day. I can have a big bottle next to the desk that I work in. I can get electrolytes and pack them in my purse and put them in when I need. Oh, I can cut out some alcohol or some caffeine. Or are you going to say, you know what, I'm going to start my day so powerfully, I'm going to give myself that boost of energy. And we know that the research shows that it increases your energy and alertness by jumping in that cold shower. Are you going to give yourself a big tick of like, yes, I do hard things by jumping in that shower? And I recommend you trial this for 30 days and see how your productivity changes. Or are you going to be like, you know what, girl, I'm going to buy that calendar and I'm going to get that weekly planner and I'm going to get super, super organized. So one of the things that I included in my organization thing that I discussed with Dan was like, I'm going to have hard cutoff times for my family and for my team. So between five and seven, that's family time. There's no phones. I will not take a call from anyone during those times. That's a no screen time for everybody in the house. And then from seven, I'm actually putting my kids to sleep. It also means saying like the morning or the first half of my day is going to be for my priorities. And then I'm going to work with my team and handle admin from 12 p.m. Onwards, or whatever your schedule permits. But when you do that, there's a couple of factors that happen. One, the psychological um, boost of like, oh my gosh, I got shit done today. Like, I was so productive. And that sets the precedence for you to duplicate that again. So we're now in the second quarter of 2023, and I'm going to really encourage you to choose one of these to double down on so that you can have more energy to achieve your goals. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with me today. If you love this episode, please share it with someone. And if you're a longtime listener, it would mean the absolute world to me if you would rate and review this show on iTunes. I love you so much and I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. And remember, it's not only possible to have it all, it is your birthright.